Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm going to be sharing today about one of the most important topics. I think something that can create more joy or pain than maybe anything in our lives. And that is um, our kids, our children, when we're dealing with challenges with our children or things that seem impossible or an illness or anxiety and depression or things that um, seem to just the solution lies in another realm and we're not accessing it no matter what we do. There are a few things that can consume our life and just tear us apart the way something like this can. And in this moment where so many of us are becoming more energy sensitive, more connected and aware of our emotions, um, it's even more essential to have a space that's fluid for expression. When we don't allow fluid emotional expression, the body will get sick, period end. We will have the conundrum of problems that have no solution. We have to come into a consciousness of non-judgment, of receptivity to really allow these emotions to move. Because some of them we don't understand, right? Like, why are you crying? Don't cry. I want you to feel better. Instead of just making space for whatever's here, even though we don't understand this. And when so many of us were cultured to be in suppression emotionally, or like, we don't even realize we have emotions. We're not even dialed in to what's happening within ourselves. It can seem impossible of how do I hold space for my child in the whole universe of what's happening for him or her. But what I have seen as a doctor and as a parent is that um, these medical problems, no matter how severe or complex, um, can be sometimes immediately resolved when we allow emotional release. So I have really great examples and stories of you know kids who were diagnosed with lots of different illnesses and we're dealing with, you know, all kinds of specialists. Uh, but when we did emotional release or just connecting with this or had a shift in the parent, like just the parent did this work, there was a resolution for that child. And so how you as a parent or as a, a caretaker can become more conscious of your own energy field and allow shifts in your energy field that have a dramatic healing impact on your kids. So thank you for being here. Thank you for everybody who's here in Instagram. Um, I'd love to hear where you're joining from. Where are you tuning in from? And have you been seeing this with your own kids or kids that you teach or kids that you have in your lives or um, that there are more challenges where it seems like it's all locked in there and like this is a, a unsolvable problem. I guess we just have to like buckle down and manage this, but it actually creates a lot of tension. That's because it's not um, the highest possibility. There's something else available. So where are you tuning in from? What's been your experience with this? Thank you, Met Louise from Copenhagen. Hello, Heidi, Angie, Anne from Florida, Laura and Abigail, Kelly, Louisa from Montreal. Hello from Colorado. 
that's where I'm at right now. Um, let me just check in on Instagram. <laughs> California. Hello, Lisa from Sweden. <laughs> Thank you for the compliments. New York, Michigan. Awesome. Thanks, Leah, Tira, Layla. All right. Um, so I'm going to get into first the basis of this. Like, you can't really understand the impact you're having on your kids if you don't understand your energy field. And although conventional medicine in the, the moment it's in right now sees us as just purely physical, solid, separate, it doesn't actually allow in an understanding that we are energy or how our energy field affects ourselves. Um, it can seem like, okay, your kid has type one diabetes and that's all there is to it. And this is what you got to do. And there's no other solution when actually that is not what's actually true or what we have seen medically or what possibilities you could access if you come to you know, a little more curiosity, a little more openness, you'll see like, wait a minute, maybe there's more to the story here. Let me let new information in. Now, especially when we are a parent who's protective and afraid of what's happening with our kid, we don't tend to do that. We tend to clamp down and close. When we're in closure and fear, it is impossible for new awareness to come in, like for us to understand something new versus just double down on what we already know, even though it's not working. And so this is one of the basis foundational points for mind, body, medicine, and self-healing is that you've got to allow an opening beyond what you already understand. And that means a release of control. So we're going to enter that which we don't already understand. We don't already know it. We can't understand. We don't already understand it. And we aren't, we're not going to feel in control. So you're going to feel a little, maybe um, let that fear come up and you'll feel it more, right? Maybe open in curiosity and you're letting that fear go, um, but it will open you to let in a new approach, a new way of seeing things, a new way of understanding things, maybe a new practitioner that you're like, I've never heard of that before. That doesn't even make sense to me, but I'm willing to explore. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to begin to learn something I don't already understand. And what I've seen as a doctor is no matter what's going on for that kid, um, nobody is more willing to look under every rock than the parent. So even when doctors will say, nope, that's all that can be done. Nothing else can happen here. This is this and that is that and that's that. Um, the parent very often won't take that for an answer. And there's a great movie that depicts this called Lorenzo's Oil, where the parents got a freaking like honorary PhD because they studied and studied and studied to advocate for their child. And the groups and organizations for like the illness, this obscure illness this kid had were saying, well, nothing can be done. Let's just support the social structure of the family as your kid is going to deteriorate. And they said, no, we don't, we don't buy it. What else is possible? And they explored and studied and got science books and uh, they had um, resources. So they like rounded up a bunch of scientists to collaborate together on the research they were doing independently, not at the institutional level, which is a really important part of the story. And they brought these um, independent scientists who were 
curiously exploring and looking as opposed to at the institution level, there's usually a different frequency going on. Uh, and they were able to come up with a solution and resolve that illness, right? There's now a cure for that disease. Um, and it's a great movie to show how like unstoppable we become when we're advocating for our own child. And, and I'm not saying anything negative about medical doctors. They do deeply care. They do deeply um, want to find solutions, but um, they're not always in the level of openness, curiosity, exploring outside resources, meaning not just in the system I've been indoctrinated into outside resources to say, all right, you know what? We don't have anything possible in this system, but who knows what's possible beyond this and having an understanding that the medical system is limited. We do not understand everything. We do not understand how the body heals itself or how to support the body heals itself within that system doesn't mean it hasn't been demonstrated by science, doesn't mean there haven't been resources that do, and the science of how the body does heal, which is what I've dedicated my entire field of, of study to, uh, it just means it doesn't lie in that system. So you always have to consider, what am I going to that system for? And is that my truth, especially with a chronic illness, when it applies to a child, you know, kids have immense amount of resilience. So if like um, someone I spoke to yesterday, pff, her kid's pancreas shut down, all of a sudden 11 years old, they're like, he has type one diabetes. You got to explore like what's actually going on in the body and what is actually possible. And sometimes you've got to open to resources beyond the structure that you thought was God and you thought was best and you thought was the be all end all because it's not it's one way. And I have a huge admiration for what is available in allopathic medicine. I did emergency medicine, critical care, trauma. We have so much to offer in that realm. But when it comes to like a chronic illness, it's not getting better no matter what you do. There's very, very little to offer in that realm outside of acute worsenings of, you know, bleeding or sickness or something that's acute. So we've got to look for the resources that match what is actually happening. Okay, so we, I'm going to actually draw a diagram, excuse me, here. Um, we are pure energy. We have an energy body. And our energy body directly affects our kids. And it can be the whole difference from them having awareness, here we go, of their emotions allowing that energy because emotions are energy energy in motion emotion having awareness of their energy field and letting that energy move smoothly which stuck emotions it will catharse maybe you cry maybe you shake maybe who knows what there's noise that comes out or water that comes out it's okay it's the body moving energy but in this society we're in where it's like um oh you know i have tissues by my desk right oh i'm so sorry i don't know why i'm doing this i'm not a crier oh i'm so sorry i apologize i don't know what's come over me and we define ourselves by being like i'm not a crier i suck it up right there's no health in that there's no health. There's no reward at the end of a lifetime of like, I'm really key. I'm expert at sucking up my emotions and pulling it off. Like I'm just fine. So a lot of parents have unintentionally and unconsciously cultivated 
that uh, way of being. Okay, so you have these emotions. We'll make like little nuggets and I'll use a different color too. You got these little nuggets of energy. It's like a little energy packet from, I don't know, fifth grade, sitting in Catholic school, being shamed and embarrassed and just praying for death because I was so horrifyingly embarrassed I wanted to die. Oh, is that energy still in my system? I don't know, right? If I'm disconnected, living from here up, I'm good. Everything's good. I'm not actually feeling what's in my system. However, these little energy nuggets have an impact. Our energy system is sending a transmission, okay? So transmission, meaning people can feel our energy. And I'll tell you one thing, no one in your life is more sensitive to your transmission of energy than your kid. To your kid, you're like God, you're it. If your system is in anger or resentment or fear and you're holding it in and pretending everything's fine, it's going to eventually, because they know, like, mm, that's not true. It's going to eventually have them think they're confused, right? I feel what's actually happening, but she says that's what happened is, is happening, right? I feel she's not at peace, but she says she's at peace. I must be wrong. And they shut down their energy sensory system and they become less energy sensitive. That is where disease takes place. So are you in a transmission of suppression because your kid is going to emulate and em emanate the blueprint of your energy system? So if you've got suppressed emotions and you're holding it in, nope, everything's fine. Or you have this passion and desire to be, I don't know, like um, an artist. Isn't that the quintessential thing? But no, I really should be an accountant because I'll never make any money that way. So let me do the smart thing, right? So that's the ultimate, like, I'm going to suppress my nature and do what I'm supposed to do. But now you've got all this suppression in the system and you're not fully alive. Your kid is going to feel and sense that and automatically, unconsciously go into their own suppression. Meaning it's not okay to feel my emotions and they don't consciously, it's just an energy alignment where their body shuts down emotions, shuts down sensation and makes it wrong, right? This is what I'm sensing is the truth, but everyone else says it's like this, so I must be wrong. So they like shut down their own wisdom. This is when things will physicalize. I saw a kid years ago. He was about six and had been diagnosed with uh, inflammatory gastritis, which is like the stomach is chronically inflamed. He had chronic nausea and a lot of vomiting with social situations. He just like vomit. He was always afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to lose it. I'm afraid I'm going to lose it, which meant like vomit in the middle of everybody. Uh, he'd been to like six different specialists and was, this was in Boston when I was living in Boston and was seeing some of the top gastroenterologists in the world who were at Mass General Hospital or in Boston um, Children's Hospital to help this kid figure out like what's going on. He had trouble eating, he had lost weight, he had a lot of anxiety. And so when I saw this child, they found out some of the work I was doing and just kind of evaluated from a different perspective and also treated the mom because it's energy. If the kid is impacted, 
by your energy and we don't do anything to address the energy that the parent is in, the kid is still getting those suppressive messages and the energy in their system can't move. What we found was that um, I think it'd been going on for about a year and a half, right before this syndrome of stomach pain, almost constant nausea, uh, occasional vomiting uh, and social anxiety uh, to the point where the kid was like curled up in a ball <laughs> with anxiety, wouldn't get out of the car to go to a party, to go to a sporting event, to see his friends and would just melt down inconsolably. Um, you know, they, they, they didn't know what to do. So they put the kid on several uh, medications like for the stomach and, and, and antacid, and they put him on anxiety medication. Uh, but they were really at their wits end because nothing was really resolving this. Um, and so they found out some of the work I was done. And when we did the evaluation, this had all begun after an incident on the baseball field where this child vomited in front of the whole team on the white baseball outfit. And the dad was like, get back in there. You can do it. You know, obviously wanting to encourage the kid, but said things like, be a man. Don't let this get you down. Um, you know, suck it up. Get back out there. And to, I mean, to anybody, it's going to be a little bit intense to hear it that way, but to an energy sensitive, empathic child, those are very um, uh, literal messages. Suck it up. Um, don't, you know, don't get back out there, get back up, keep going, push forward, be a man has a, a very um, overt messaging in the energy system. Like I'm not accepted as I am. I'm not safe. I got to suck it up. I can't, uh, you know, there wasn't like the tenderness of being held with what he was feeling, which was embarrassment and shame. And when we went forward from there, and that's when all of these symptoms started, um, all of the anxieties were around the baseball team or some of them were baseball games. Like they went to go to a professional baseball game and see the Red Sox. But she's like, oh my gosh, now that you say it, these were all around baseball or social events with that group of kids. So there was a rhyme or reason to it, but it, it wasn't um, evident when you looked at it just from the, my body is purely physical, what's the physical problem? Um, and we did some EFT tapping with this kid, it was one session. Usually kids can resolve even the most severe illnesses or issues um, very quickly. And I did a couple sessions with the mom and that's when the huge upheaval came. So the child's nausea went away, started eating again, no longer had the social anxiety and was able to be with his friends. We just resolved like shame and fear um, and also resolved that specific incident and all the emotions that had surrounded that. And we resolved some things about being a man, pressure um, and, and those kinds of things. But it was very uh, simple. Uh, the, the, the abdominal, severe abdominal pain went away, the nausea went away, and the, the social anxiety resolved as well. And within like a week, because I followed up a week later and the kid was feeling so much better, he got off the medications, he no longer needed therapy. That's a very typical case. This is not an outlier. This is not a, um, oh, well, it wasn't that severe and there wasn't physical issues. So yeah, we can resolve it. These were physical issues. These were digestive issues. Um, and this is not uncommon. This is, I would say, way more the common 
way more the rule than the exception. Um, but some of the stuff that came up with the mom were actually this underlying unconscious till we did the session um, turmoil between and she felt it like right here in her solar plexus what was coming up with the dad and how she felt as a mom, like wanting to nurture that child, wanting to give space for his emotions and how the dad was like, come on, be a man, be a man and had a hardness in him from his own upbringing, from his own parenting, from his own ideas and insecurities. And so there was some inadvertent shaming going on with this child. And so every time you ask a child to swallow shame, super, super toxic. Toxic, like you wouldn't have your kid drink arsenic. No, I wouldn't do that. I'm a good parent. I don't even let them eat, I don't know, artificial coloring. Um, but then you let them like be shamed because of your own unconsciousness. Now, the number one thing, because in the program I created for this to share EFT tapping or for younger kids, it's a different form of re- uh, aligning the nervous system and the traumas and stuff um, in the mind body kids program, there's a huge piece that's for the parents because clearing your energy field. And what I saw years back was like, I'd work with parents and they, for whatever was going on in their own lives. And then they'd say, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize this, but my kid hasn't had night terrors in like four months since I started doing this work. Oh, my kids behavioral problems and anxiety and needing therapy all the time. Like we haven't even had to go anymore or physical problems that were happening with their kids just by them doing the work this, they weren't doing the work around their kid and they weren't having the kid do the work. They were just clearing their energy system. But the first thing I want to say about this is if you're going to make it wrong and blame yourself, you're not going to let yourself see what's really here. Cause it's just too harsh, right? Like of all the things you could acknowledge about the shit you're carrying, something that hurts your child would be like unthinkably painful. Like, oh my God, I would never want that. How could it be? How could I ever forgive myself? So if you hold that, you're just going to shut down and stay innocent. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm always loving or I'm, I don't have any unconscious emotions because it's like too painful to let in some of the truth. So if you don't make yourself wrong and you don't make yourself at fault, like it is not your fault. Your kid has this problem. It's just, it could be your responsibility to unwind some of the things, keeping that problem from moving and dissolving, right? It's not your fault. The kid is sick. It's not your fault. Your kids got anxiety or depression even, but it, it is something you could take responsibility for clearing so that you can allow a resolution. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So if you begin to connect in your system, and we'll do an exercise here to just breathe and let in awareness, you may be aware, especially if you bring up the problem that's happening with your child or anything happening in your life, you're going to feel these little nuggets of fear or shame or anger or um resentment or hatred or who knows what. And you know what? You have a right to these. Like somewhere something happened or you learned something that had that be the right um, mechanism, the right approach to like clamp down and like, I hate this person. And maybe it was protective, right? So you have a right to that. It's just that you no longer need it. And you can choose to let these energies move out. When we soften the body, 
when we breathe more fully and when we release judgment and we're willing to receive what we're actually feeling, you're going to start to feel some of these. If you're triggered or you're dealing with something really challenging and you soften your body and you start breathing, you're going to start to feel some of these. But guess what? That's when your breath can exhale them. They are being, when you start to feel them, they're being dislodged and that's when they can start to move. And no, thanks for the question. It, it doesn't require that both parents clear their energy field. And here's why. When there's a space of love, even from one person in our lives, it can be enough to let us catharse out and release a lot of the suppressed emotions we're holding. And there might be 10 other people around who are like rah, 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 in an abusive energy, but that one space of love can be enough to let some or, or all of this move. And so, of course, it'd be helpful if that kid's totally immersed in a space of love and both parents have at least a little crack of being willing to take responsibility for their system, which just means to feel what's actually there. Um, but it isn't, it isn't necessary. You'd, you'd be amazed how resilient kids are. Um, so I'm going to put the link for the mind body kids program. It's at drkimd.com forward slash kids. For those of you who want to go further and do some of these exercises and have those, um, simple tapping resources and other energy clearing resources. Oh, sorry about that. Um, and other energy clearing tools, for your kids to use. Those are in the program too. Um, it's at drkimd.com forward slash kids. So I will put that in the, in the chat if um, people want to go further with that. But in basic, any of this work you're doing, if you're like in the Embracing Health program, especially like you have signed up to take responsibility for your energy field, for the health of your body, for the uh, status and flow of your life. Um, we had a great workshop this weekend. Same thing. You're doing really, really deep work to become more awakened and more conscious and um, allow your energy field to transmit the consciousness of love. As a physician, I will say publicly in a broadcast, there has been nothing medically shown to be more powerful to initiate health in your cells than that energy field of love, acceptance, compassion, serenity, peace. It is the strongest medicine we have ever known in the history of man. This is why I've dedicated my entire medical practice to deepening into that embodiment, into sharing this truth, teaching this, and showing people the tools to become more conscious of what you're holding in your energy field. And so to start, Tara said it was a freaking amazing workshop. We will do it again. I think we're going to do it twice a year, um, the Mind-Body Awakening. It was an awesome workshop. I'm so glad we, we had it. Um, do you have to have kids? No, 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 no. So there's sort of the barometer for like, what is your energy field doing? But your cells can be, your health can be, your energy level, and also the circumstances of your life, because everything is listening and responding to this transmission. In fact, scientifically, we've seen that what appears to be physical 
solid separate matter like this is a physical table this is a chair is actually energy and that the photons that make up that energy are affected by our energy field and by our intention there's awesome quantum physics studies showing this and it's pretty fascinating i think it was mind-blowing when i first started to study this and i thought how is this out there and we're still doing like status quo of like life is separate and there's nothing you can do like everything is responding to my energy and consciousness let's cultivate that let's move into greater prosperity through witnessing that space within ourselves and opening that light and opening that space of compassion. That's what's been shown to allow the body to heal sometimes very, very quickly. That's what's been shown to allow our life circumstances to change where it's like, no, I can't do anything. I don't have the money. I don't have this. Then boom, like all of a sudden the exactly dollar amount comes in for you to do that course or take that trip or whatever it was that was the inspired action. Um, I see this every day and especially see this in medicine with healing. Um, so yeah, you don't, you don't have to have kids. Uh, it really applies to everything in your life. My eight year old son was experimenting with using his middle finger when he was angry. I told him he can try it at home if he must, but not in public. He did this for a few weeks and naturally stopped. Yes. Yeah, so there are meridians that go up and it's not just a, um, a myth, right? And you, you raise that finger, there's the heart meridian that comes right up that channel and you're directing, it's kind of like hate energy. But if you play with that and you're free, you're going to discover what that energy release does. And is it really benefiting you? Or is there a higher way to resolve your tensions? Uh, my daughter has OCD and her father has OCD and he's not clearing it. Um, and all you can do, thank you, Met Louise, is be in a space of compassion for any powerlessness you may feel as a parent because you're like, oh, I got to change my husband. But that's like beating your head against a brick wall um, or possibly, you know, um, all you can really do is invite change. And the first place where that can happen is within yourself, because if you become an energy field with less fear, it doesn't mean you have to get rid of all your fear. Like, you don't have to be like the guru monk on the mountain. Um, but even 2% of a shift, your kid will feel it. Your cells will feel it. It affects your genes and your DNA, like your body and your spouse will feel it. And I know for me, I had a lot of little dingers around like controlling. And it really upset me if I saw something in my husband that was negatively impacting our kids. Like we always can see it in other people. Um, but what I had to do is meet that anger in myself and that powerlessness in myself because that's not true. And once that resolved, my transmission was way more of a loving invitation to those other people in my life. And they would like spontaneously get on board for something that maybe for years I was struggling with and just doing it on my own. And all of a sudden, like, oh, it's easy for me to do this now because I stopped projecting the transmission of like the wrongness. Oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this thing or the judgment or the fear that I had witnessing those things, right? It's just powerlessness. Um, does it require? Yep, yep, yep. This is so resonating and a godsend. My son is 26, but due to marriage issues between uh, his dad and, and, and I and from years back, he has been stuck. I feel so responsible and I'm trying to help him. Yeah. And so from the 
guilt, super toxic transmission. Because you know what? Anybody can feel, especially like probably in your own parenting, when your parents were manipulating you from guilt. And there'd be this really low frequency manipulative vibe that would have you like, I'm not going to do what you're asking me to no matter effing what. Because as soon as you're manipulated by guilt, you take that into your system. So when you have guilt, you're actually pushing away what you're, what you're wanting for, what you're intending. So if you first meet those spaces of guilt in you, which probably came from maybe your own parenting, I don't know, or society or upbringing, don't make it wrong. Just recognize like, oh yeah, there's guilt in my system. And that's not really true for me. That's not serving me. And so this exercise will do, um, uh, we're going to, we're going to move some of that. And in the program, the mind body kids program, we do a ton more at a deeper level, but it's really, really potent and really, really powerful. Someone's saying my son has a new stain on his eye and needs an exam to see if it's not melanoma. I'm in high fear and panic. Well, yeah. I mean, the fear we have around these issues with our kids probably is like unparalleled. So, um, just have a few deep breaths and soften your body. Let your body breathe. And let your body soften. Let the breath be a little bit more smooth than it already may be. And let the breath be a little more full than it already may be. You can only expand on what you already have. So there already is some breath filling the body and releasing. Let it be more full. Let it be more fluid. And then the next step is just to witness um, any situation coming up in your life that has you feel like you want to change or has you uh, feel upset or any anything arising in your life that's getting your attention. Just notice it. You're just going to do it from awareness. Notice where you feel this in your body. Is there a certain area where you feel this sensation of this situation or person or memory. And welcome that. Welcome the sensation by softening that area of the body and bringing the breath there. And if it's the whole body, just bring the breath through the whole body. And we're doing this very quickly as a drop-in. For some people, this work is so new. The only thing that comes up is, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. Or ideas about, oh my God, I'm numb. Something's wrong with me. So just welcome that. It's okay to have the experience I'm having. Bring the breath into that. It's okay to be in the moment I'm in. It's okay to feel the moment I'm in. We do so much to avoid the moment, to improve the moment, to escape the moment. You're going to do exactly the opposite, even if it's only five minutes a day. This is how you get your power back. Soften the body and bring the breath to what you notice. And now let the breath expand beyond that area or beyond the whole body. 
coming through the area where you feel tension or pain or even just coming through the idea of it. Let the breath with your attention come through this area as well. It's okay to feel what I feel. It's okay to be in the moment I'm in. That's a very powerful one, you guys. For some reason, that's just not the collective, right? It's not okay to be in the moment I'm in. I gotta, I gotta escape it. I gotta improve it. I gotta make it better. No, let's go the opposite. It's okay to be in the moment I'm in. If I'm not able to be in the moment, I have no power. I have no potency. Change can't happen, and I'll just keep unconsciously transmitting the old frequencies. Let everything go in the next few exhales. See if you can breathe beyond that sensation and breathe in light with the breath. Breathe in light. That is a quality. It's a higher frequency. It's a warmth. It's a healing. Just letting your body know we don't have to hold it that way anymore. And then just take another couple deep breaths and you can open your eyes when you're ready. This was a very brief uh, little check-in. We go a lot deeper in the course. But you do want to notice what was that experience like? Was it like nothing, nothing? I don't feel anything. Is there, a, you know, which is fear and suppression. Great. You're aware of those thoughts. We're only practicing awareness. Awareness is the medicine. Can you use this for your inner child? Yes. The kids program 100%. Um, thank you for sharing this in a way that lets go of shame and blame. Yeah, that's huge. Because as soon as you make it wrong, like, wait, I created my illness. I created my kid's problem. You cut yourself off from any solution. That is not what's happening. Oh, someone said, I can't wait for the next workshop. There are also really great online programs for, um, you know, your own self-healing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I got very clear and saw through my awareness that I could see my come from was I was a bad mom. Judgment on myself. Yeah. If, if you're holding that, you're admitting that. Like it's, it's subconscious, but you're like, wow, way deep down, I actually judge that I'm a bad mom. And so then you need your kid to be like a certain way to prove that you're not. It doesn't work. It just puts pressure on them. Uh, once I allowed myself to just be and be with him exactly as he was, healing starts. Yeah. Take responsibility for my energy field. I love taking responsibility for my own energy field. Yeah. And, then, and I said in the workshop this weekend, it's not the premise of like, oh, I'm OCD or I'm stressed or I'm anxiety. You know, I have this anxiety disorder. Or I, oh, my personality is this. That's not who the I am is. The I am is the one observing what's happening in the system. So like Alcoholics Anonymous, the power is in the recognition of the truth. Um, so it's like, all right, I'm an alcoholic. And here I am. But what would be even higher is to, to say, I am the, um, you know, the oversoul governing this body that is alcoholic in the genetics and in the, you know, physiology. This is what's going on in the body. doesn't mean that's who I am. And as soon as I shift the identity to I am the presence observing it, I am the awareness in the system. The I am is the medicine. The I am is the power. 
So it's a subtle thing, but actually really, really essential. Yes, this is recorded. They're always recorded every week. We have these recordings in the Mind Body community in Facebook for all of our Mind Body TV episodes or in YouTube. There's a playlist called Mind Body TV. Um, so I wanted to share that resource because I know a lot of kids are struggling. And then if you're in that energy field of suppression, I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Let me go to this one. Let me go to that one. Well, he's the expert. Help me, help me. But they aren't taking the time to drop into their own inner connection energetically to feel and sense what's here, which is the only space through which we can feel and sense our wisdom. So from the heart, we are letting in very high frequency information, inspiration, passion. It lights us up or an idea that's like, boom, call this person. Okay. Or yeah, go to that event or something as simple as like, stop eating, blah, blah, blah. You know, who knows? The heart registers information of a higher frequency. So it might not make sense, although later we can begin to understand it. Follow that truth anyway. You can't do that if you're not connecting, feeling, sensing here. And you can't do that if there's all this distraction of all the other stuff that you haven't begun to welcome so that it can move and release. What about hypertension? Same thing. So any of these energy states create the fear, create the physical tension in the body, create the physical hormonal signals to be a certain way, even the receptors to be set up a certain way, turn certain genes on and certain genes off that can set us up for a particular chronic illness or of course, chronic hypertension, which is you know high blood pressure. And, and this is demonstrated, um, you know, even like, Yogis who have mastered uh, governance of their system can shift that. They can increase their blood pressure. They can decrease. They can increase their temperature. They de can decrease it. Now, you don't have to get that fancy or even that conscious to begin to signal the areas of the body that generate those signals to have that change in your physiology, even just the subtlety of practicing deeper presence. So I would recommend the instant elevation program for self-mastery, uh, the instant elevation program, which is at drkimd.com forward slash IEP. That is, and you're not getting fancy technical, the like, I'm going to increase my blood pressure or decrease my blood pressure. You're getting very general, but that activates the self-healing mechanism in the body where if your blood pressure is too high, it will lower. If your temperature is dysregulated, it will regulate. If your hormones are out of balance, it will rebalance them because the wisdom of the body does know and does prioritize what needs to happen for the ultimate wholeness to live in your body, which may not be about adjusting your blood pressure first. It might be something with your red blood cells or something with your kidney or something with your brain. And then the second thing either dissolves or gets handled next. So very, very different approach from allopathic medicine, which is like, oh, we got to handle this and we got to handle that. And they just, you know, look at it as very separate. So we want to honor the body has self-healing capacity. Your mind and body are connected and the cells are listening and responding to your thoughts, to your beliefs, to the unconscious programs and to your electromagnetic field, your energy. And so the instant elevation um, 
program is a really great way to gain that mastery and allow clearing through the system and ideal health to be reignited. Uh, so I guess those are the two things I wanted to share for today. Um, and there are a lot of other resources we have. We will have the Embracing Health program starting up again in June. We'll be sharing more about that in May and sharing the invitation for that for the next group that will start up. It's a one-year program where I'm working with you live and uh, Jess and Alicia are in there live, my awesome um, team, and assisting you through integrating this work. It is a major shift in consciousness. It's not just about the physical. It's never just about the physical. Um, so that will be open in June. Stay tuned for that. Um, and I look forward to continuing to connect and expand and share resources. What program would you suggest for multiple autoimmune diseases in the body? So that instant elevation one is a great place to start, but more specific for chronic illness and autoimmune disease is the mind body solution for chronic fatigue and brain fog, which is really about the whole your whole health system has been suppressed. Um, so that would be a really great starting point if you're new to this work and you want a great home study program, integrate that and um, and you can share in the mind-body community to get assistance from our team with questions that arise during the program. Um, but you'll be brought through very specific exercises that connect you with like, oh, sorry, uh, the parts of your system that are uh, creating that discord. And you don't have to be a doctor to figure it out. You don't have to be at that level of understanding the physiology. You're just going to begin to uh, embrace and integrate a different level of serenity so that those stress signals stop just constantly like, ah, wrecking havoc on your body and health can be restored. Um, so that one is Dr. Kim D com forward slash fatigue mm -hmm. f-a-t-i-g-u-e um for a more specific program for autoimmune disease all right i love you guys i'm so glad this has been helpful um there is eft in that program as well there's some eft that i'm sharing with you because a lot of what the emotional freedom technique is doing is rebalancing your nervous system realigning your electromagnetic systems you don't have to realize like oh when i was three and i had this trauma or oh, one time when i was having this person said this to me and what these little nuggets are from you can drop in which in all the programs i'm bringing you into that connection so that they are you know they're right there it's in the now it's not 10 years ago or 40 years ago they're, they're here now it's just a matter of being uh, attuned and feeling what's in your system. I love IEP. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Yeah, the instant elevation brings you in really specific tools to like, how do I drop in and begin to sense what was I was completely oblivious to a minute ago and actually have some power to let that begin to move. So that's something I would recommend to everyone starting this work and exploring like, wait a minute, my mind affects my body. Okay, so I just think positive all day. No, that's not going to get you very far. It's really limiting. So um, you got to be more deeply present um, to sensation. And emotion is a huge part of that. The EFT Tapping Summit is coming up in about a month. We'll be sharing about that. So stay tuned for that as well. That's such a, a, a game changer. And I've incorporated the EFT Tapping into like all of my programs. And 
you'll be able to work with that in those programs as well. All right. I love you guys. I don't see the link for what you suggested. Yeah, that's because I put it in the other chat, but it's drkimd.com forward slash fatigue. Yes, I will put it on Instagram. But if you swipe up, all of the programs are in our bio. Thanks to Alicia, who has really created that profile and put that together with resources. So if you're at Instagram, you can swipe up to, um, I think that's how it works. Go to my profile and the information is there. All right. I love you guys. I'll be here every week at 11 a.m. Mountain Time for Mind Body TV. Oh, thanks. DrKimD.com forward slash CF. Did I have it wrong? Sorry, Alicia. Ah! DrKimD.com forward slash CF. Thank you. Sorry about that. I want to confuse anyone. Um, so you can always reach out to the team in the Mind Body community in Facebook if you're in Facebook for specific um, questions that might be coming up. I'll be here every week live at 11 a.m. They're always recorded so you can listen to this in your own time as well. Um, sharing topics um, for how your consciousness affects your health and how you can regain the power to govern your experience. And this can only come through aligning with that space from which we are created. You have to go beyond what you already know. You have to go beyond what you already know because no new solutions can come in at the frequency you are in. It isn't possible. So this is just a scientific truth. You have to go into a higher space. Um, there are many resources in all of the programs we've mentioned for exactly that. So I look forward to continuing to stay connected and resourcing you in any way that I can possibly do. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'll see you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.